0: Hi there, welcome everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Dangerous Misinformation. Join us today as we will be discussing pressing topics such as electric tanks, solving the homeless crisis, what it's like being tall, and much, much, much more fun for the entire family. Stick around to the end. I appreciate you being here. This is Dangerous Misinformation. Yes, yes. Welcome, everybody. This is dangerous misinformation. You sought, you found, here you are. Appreciate you being here. My name is Rodney Smith. I will be your humble narrator throughout all this dangerous misinformation. I appreciate you tuning in. If you are coming back for more, if you're a return petty person, I really appreciate you. Welcome back. And if you are new, uh, I greet you with open pasty Deutsche American. Uh, very ignorant arms. I'm glad you're here. If you're looking for a 15 to 20 minute, just a little update on what's going on in the world with some ignorant, uh, uneducated, non-PC and non-traditional view input into all these things. Nothing should be taken very serious here, okay? Let me just kind of say that as a preface, but what should be taken serious? In my opinion, not a lot of things in this world besides taking care of our families and our health. Besides that, everything is just a big fucking joke. So with that, uh, I welcome you to Dangerous Misinformation. Appreciate you being here. Uh, this is what the Cosmos had in mind for us, putting us all together. So if you're some chick with a fat ass and one of those weird hippie print things above your bed that you have dudes with disgusting beards come smash you out on and a dream catcher, Welcome! I think I've said before, those chicks always like me. The hippie girl, like the granola girls always like me. And I always think that'd be a really weird thing. But I think there is some weird overlap between like conservative seeming dudes and hippie chicks. Because conservative dudes are kind of like, I'm not putting this shit in my body. I don't trust the government. I want to be out in nature. I don't want to be in the city. Then you get the hippie chicks that are like, I'm not putting that in my body. That is toxic. I don't like the government. Those are oppressive white men. I want to be out in the forest grounding and connect my feet to the electricity in the ground. Even though that's not what the electricity in the ground is, but you know what I mean. It's a good mesh. So the granola girls and the pasty boys uh, go together. I wish, now I wish with all within me, that the pasty boys and the far-right Latinas or just the fucking, you know, I wish that would mesh, but it doesn't matter. You can't have everything. Uh, Like I said, you can uh, be anything, but you can't have everything or some shit like that. I don't know. I've been reading way too much. I've been having like an information overload in my brain lately where I can't even keep the shit straight. I feel so fucking smart and so wound up. Like I got so much goddamn fuel inside me that I don't even know where the fuck to put it. I thought when I first started this mission of doing a uh, podcast every single day, I was like, how the fuck am I gonna come up with enough content to do 20 minutes a day? This is gonna be quite a challenge, but it has turned out that I have, I usually just want to keep going by the end of the episode or have something left over in my notes or something rolls over. There's just always something irking me. So I read that Ryan Holiday book. I've talked about it before. It really affected me over the summer called The Obstacle is the Way. And the obstacle being the way with that, I've realized that every problem is really just an obstacle to make something cool out of. Like I saw a guy, I saw this, uh, I don't know, like Jamaican dude. He was selling Israeli and Palestinian flags. And then the white devil inside of me was like, oh my God, how the Frick, did I not think of that? How, like, the whiteness inside of me is just, like, bubbling. Bubbling on trying to figure out how the fuck to make a bunch of money off the world's miseries. That's what I'm genetically programmed to do. If I'm not allowed to go, you know, take care of whole entire groups of people, I am supposed to be at least making money off of it. That is the new colonizing. The new colonizing, instead of getting rid of the people we just make money off their misery and i'm doing a really bad job at that i've always been kind of bad at uh you know being a creative the last thing on my mind has traditionally been money and now that i'm in my 30s i'm kind of like okay well i should really start fucking building my my fortune and care less about the art i should care less about the art is there anything worse than artists um here's the thing about being a creative though that a lot of people don't realize okay Most people always need to be busy, okay? A lot of people, most people, I would say, need to be busy. They need to get out of their head because they don't like to sit there with their thoughts, so they like staying in motion and doing things. A creative person needs to sit with their thoughts and sort through their thoughts and compartmentalize them. Otherwise, it just kills the soul. Like if you're at some job all day where you're making somebody else's dreams come true and meanwhile, you're like, oh, fuck, I could be creating this right now. I could be doing this right now. I could be doing this right now. It really eats away at you where the average person, if they're, I would, like, I would rather have a boring day job so I can be on my phone, like writing and stuff the whole time. You know what I mean? I'm a terrible employee, but uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a great creator, I guess, you know, and people with the world needs creators. That's how I justify my own weaknesses. That's what they always say. They say, uh, you know, chase chase your strengths. You know, if you lean into your weaknesses, it's good to be a balanced person, but you gotta lean into your strengths. You gotta know if you're a reader or a writer, you gotta know your communication styles, you gotta know if you're a uh, you gotta know if you're a general or a good subordinate. And it's not like being a subordinate's a bad thing, right? Like Uh, George Patton, he was a subordinate, but they said he would have made a terrible president. But he was a great commander, you know? So it's like you need somebody, a great uh, decision maker and a great consultant. And those aren't always the same exact things. That's why a lot of times when the number two gets into the number one position, they aren't very good at it, but they can be a great number two and vice versa. So you just need to figure yourself on the thing that I figured out about myself uh, is that I don't, I can't, I need time to sit there with my thoughts, with my thoughts and feelings, make sense of them. And I need to let, have an outlet to get them out. Because I'm just, if I'm just sitting like busy work, I can't do busy work. A lot of people are like this. I don't, I think, you know, this is more common than, than you would think, but just like doing busy work is the worst. Hold on, let me do this real quick. But yes, busy work, not my jam, bro. That's why I work an hourly when I worked in a factory a couple of years ago. I got to be done with all my work they call it standard work that have your whole work just saying, "Okay, this is what you got to do today, then you get it done, and I could get it what normal person would get done in eight hours. I'd get done in like five hours. But then I'd have to still just spend three hours there, you know, pushing a broom around, or I would just sand a bag so that my work would drag out through the day so I wouldn't absorb somebody else's job. Where in my, in my opinion, it should just be, okay, this is your workload. If you get your workload done, go home. and get paid for the whole day. So working hourly really doesn't make sense to me, and I don't know who the fuck invented that shit. But uh, if you ever heard of the 20-80 rule where it's, it says that 80% of the work it's done in 20% of the time, and that is so true. That is so true. Think about it at work. You're only productive for like an hour and a half, if that. Besides that, you're hanging out at the water cooler, bullshitting with your friends, checking your emails, or... You know, a Lolly. if you're doing physical labor, like m- most of it's getting done within a very small amount of time. So I'd rather go in there just four hours fucking power it out than have the rest of my day. But, uh, you know, what do I know? The only manual labor job that I would like to have at this point is I would like to go build the electric tanks. Now, if you haven't heard about the electric tanks that are being proposed, we need biodegradable weapons. We need eco-friendly missiles. Planes, tanks. We don't want to go into the battlefield burning a bunch of oil, okay? Burning fossil fuels while we go into a village and flatten that bitch. That is so 1900s. It is 2023, and when we go invade a country, we should leave a clean carbon footprint. Because as white people, we need to repent for the bad things that we've done upon this earth. So we need electric tanks. We need electric Humvees, all right? It is unacceptable. It is unacceptable for a Humvee filled with people ready to go into a village and blast civilians to be burning fossil fuels. Like, what the fuck are we talking about here, dude? Or the, missile, the, the bullet casings, right? The bullet casings that get left on the ground, those are not biodegradable. So when the bullet casings are sitting on the ground, that is harming the planet. So those bullet casings, we need to come up with some sort of material to make them biodegradable. You know, I don't understand how we have a Mars rover, right? We have a Mars rover in space roaming around by itself, sending pictures back in HD to NASA, but we don't have biodegradable bullet casings and people are still getting misgendered. I'm sick of this garbage, bro. I'm sick of the West and the patriarchy and all this nonsense. But really, though, dude, electric tanks. I actually don't know if that's a serious thing or not because I don't actually watch the news. That is one thing you'll actually get a physical mad reaction out of me is when I say something about the loony left. And then somebody assumes I'm like this huge Trump supporter. They're like, oh, you fucking Fox News watching. Bro, I don't watch Fox News. I don't give a fuck about Fox News. I don't know what's going on in the world. Wow, I just ripped ass. I wonder if you can hear that. Um... Yeah, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I do kind of pay attention. But, um, you know, I, I just, uh, everything I'm saying, I don't say anything that I haven't either experienced or I have some sort of connection to. A lot of people just, oh, well, where'd you get your sources? Oh, what do you consume different? Oh, the research. I don't do research. I experience. Everything I'm talking about is from my experience. Like when I talk about the COVID shutdowns and crimes going up, yes, I lived in Seattle. I witnessed it. I saw the homeless people and the needles and the crime and the riots and the, the police quitting, the, the force losing 500 officers. I seen it. I seen it with these blue devil white man eyes, bro, right in front of my pasty fucking pointy nose. I saw these things happening. I don't need a source. I don't need a source. I don't need a media outlet. I don't need any of these people to tell me how to think. I don't need sources. I've seen it with my eyes and I moved to Texas and it's a completely different world. People are nice and it's warm and it doesn't fucking rain all the time. But when it does rain, it pours. But yeah, I don't think I could ever move back to a, uh, yeah, I don't think I could ever move back to Washington or Seattle, even though I loved Seattle, but I mean, the homeless problem alone will make any sane person not want to live there. And I have the solution for the homeless problem. I'm going to solve it. And I tell, I'm going to tell you right now how I'm going to do it. I'm going to go back to Seattle and maybe Portland too, depending on how big of a force I need. And I'm going to gather all the homeless people. And then what we're going to do is I'm going to lead them into a charge and we're going to go invade a small country. Me and a bunch of fucking angry homeless people that are just yacked up on meth or whatever, right? Kind of like how the Nazis used to take meth before they'd go and fight. Me and a bunch of just high homeless people, we're gonna go invade a small country. And what that is gonna do is the government, butthole Biden and his government are finally gonna give these homeless people some money. He's gonna give them some money because that's the only people they give money to are people going to war. So the solution, the final solution to this is to take all the homeless people, go invade a small country and tell butthole Biden we need some money. Then as soon as we get the money, we're going to double cross him. and Then we're going to tell the country we're invading. Yeah, never mind. Here's a little bit of bread. We'll break you off a little bit. And then we're going to come back. And then all these homeless people are going to be able to go buy high rises. And of course, obviously, I get the largest cut because I thought of it. And my whole memo as the white devil is to... Get rich off the world's misery and make my ideas sound like they're philanthrop- path, philanthro. I don't even know how to say philanthropy, but that's okay. That's I'm, I'm worried about uh, getting the homeless off the street. So yeah, if you're interested in invading a small con- com- country, wow, why can't I talk right now? So if you're inv- if you're interested in invading a small country with me, and you're homeless, and you're listening to this on your iPhone ten. Uh, Holler at me, dude. Send me an email, Podcast at gmail.com. Even though this podcast is called Dangerous Misinformation. Uh, Anyways. Um, What else we want to talk about? (laughs) Yes. uh, Somebody asked me the other day what being tall is like, right? And I never realized that being tall is such a thing because when I was a... I don't remember when I hit my growth spurt. I I really don't remember. All of a sudden, one day, I was just taller than people, and I don't uh, recall. So I've had a lot of friends who are short dudes who have every excuse in the world that that's why they don't get girls, which I think is a lazy excuse because there's plenty of people with way more fucked up things than being short. But it is a hindrance, okay? And I tell you what. I didn't think about the being tall thing because 90% of the time I'm taller than everybody. But then when I get around somebody taller than me, I get a weird feeling inside. And it's like not an inferiority thing. It's just like a different thing. Like I automatically have to respect this person or something, right? And, you know, I'm like 6'2", 6'3". So at this point, this person's kind of towering, you know, because they got to be like, for me to notice that somebody's actually taller than me, they got to be like 6'5", 6'6", which is a fucking giant, right? And so I think about that, right? Like, like if I'm at the bar and I'm, like I've had this where I'm just drunk and I'm looking for my friends and I just kind of like get on my tippy toes a little bit and I can just see over everybody's head. And like, Oh, there's my homie. And then uh, it makes me realize why somebody uh, might automatically hate my fucking guts by looking at me because when I see somebody taller than me, I feel a certain way about them just automatically. I don't know what it is. I can't explain it. Uh, maybe that's just because it's my thing, you know? You know, people just always beef amongst themselves, like, you know, street gangs are always the gangs that look like each other or uh, you know, trailer park people that people beef with their own kind, right? We beef with our own kind until there's an outside invader. Like look at the US, how we're at each other's throats. The minute somebody tries to come fly another plane into a tower or something, we're all gonna come back together. And that's the sad truth. That's what's gonna take for us to come uh, unite, it's going to take an outside force. It's going to take an outside force. And so what it would be ironic that once world war three breaks out, once Biden gets his old wrinkly sack off the fucking beach and world war three finally breaks out cause he's given everybody, uh, enough money to go blow each other up. Um, some aliens are probably going to invade and then, uh, yeah, we're finally gonna all come together scam likely no i've been getting a lot of scam calls lately dude it's been uh really annoying me i watched a movie you know what how much time is it 16 minutes we're gonna wind it down uh we're gonna wind it down because uh stone cold said so I appreciate you being here. We are doing episodes Monday through Friday, available at 9 a.m. Central Time on your favorite podcast streaming apps. If you want to watch the video versions, they come out at 3 p.m. Why do we do those times? I don't know. Those times might change. I might start swapping them around. I just feel like nobody's on YouTube in the mornings, but maybe it'd be a good idea to drop them at the same time. I don't know. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Uh, Send me a message. Um, Once again, thank you so much for being here. This is Dangerous Misinformation. Please be sure to tell a friend and uh, y'all take care of yourselves and I'll see you tomorrow. Love ya.